Good morning. Um, this is Rachel. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> this is your, um, I guess, Wednesday morning, just after the holiday morning podcast. I'm not trying to take Bilber's spot, but it's a good spot to be in. Um, a lot. I woke up this morning, and um, I have a lot on my mind, but like. Once I ever, once I get to here, once I get to this stage, it's uh my you know I wake up more fully and um, I don't think it's an actual problem. <laughs> but no, it's not a problem. Nothing's a problem anymore. You know, it's just what you want to deal with it or not. You know, um, I'm on this weird spiritual journey. I think, which I think everyone should be on because it's like the planet's a planet. And, um, sometimes you don't have to react to it being a planet, you know what I mean? Um, the planets are being weird. Moon was in Capricorn, was a full moon on the third, but I, I've always kind of feel those energies, like, way, like, not way, way, but, like, within, like, the five days of such, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know, I think it might be just sensitive to energies, if you want to say that. Um. I almost was, I almost got really self-conscious about it, but then I'm like, this is your fucking podcast. They know what you're about. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes I get really kind of self-conscious about it because it's like, I, uh, it's a gravitational pull, you know, like we were not, like 70, 80% water and it's, it's kind of outlandish to say that the moon and the plants and the stars don't have an effect on you. Um, but it's, it's weird to say that they don't have, like, a gravitational pull or any kind of influence upon you as a being on this planet. Like, we see it in nature all the time. Um, but, oh, God, I lost my train of thought. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Just, like, sometimes I, I, I get here and I'm awake and it's morning, and, you know, you're not who you were when you went to sleep the night before. Some people are like, oh, I know, I'm so much more productive in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> some people are like, oh, I'm happy I'm not that person, because, like, that one's a mess. I was crying last night or something. I wasn't. I was fine. Um, I just kind of tried to go to sleep, but, like, people were kept setting off fireworks until, like, maybe midnight, 1 o'clock, and so it was hard to actually get some rest. Um, so I'm a little bit behind this morning just because I couldn't really get up and go on like I needed to. I need to fix that. But I will eventually. It's no problem. Um, but I have found that I really enjoy doing these little morning on my way to work um, episodes because like um, my, my boyfriend and I, when we first started, like, hanging out and everything, he would call on his way to work, or, like, not necessarily on his way to work, because for a while he was just getting a ride, um, into work, because he lives way out there, and, um, so he would get a ride into the city with his co-workers and friends, and, uh, while he was hanging out, he would call me, and we would talk, and, um, just about nothing, nothing and everything all at once, you know what I mean, 
um, that kind of a thing. And then he, when he was driving into work, he would call, and it was it was just like a, cause I was not sure really what he got out of it, cause like it was just me in the morning, just being like, oh I hate waking up. <laughs> Oh, fuck this day. Ah, let's get this bread. Ah, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was just kind of just be quiet. He's just waking up too. He was just be drinking this coffee sometimes or stopping at like a little convenience store, getting some breakfast. And yelling at fucking tractors <laughs> that are driving up those people to work. Um, but they're just going so darn slow. And it was, it was really nice. Um, and you forget that you like those things when you didn't know that you liked them or wanted them in the beginning until they, they kind of like fell into your lap and fell. And then they became a part of your, your daily, your daily thing. Um, and so here I am a few months out of that now because, you know, life happens and people get busier and dynamics of like who you are and what you want kind of change a little bit I think and uh, sometimes things get put on the back burner because you know life is life you can't concentrate on everything all the time um, so like when things seem like they're going good it's like, you just kind of need to shift your focus to something else that's, that's what tends to happen that's what happens um, but uh yeah, that's why I really enjoy these. It's just kind of like, just like, hey, how's your day? How's your morning? How's your sleep? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I, uh, I'm feeling kind of like under the weather, but I kind of low-key have been. Um, oh gosh, it's so cold here. Well, yeah, so like I'm feeling a little bit under the water, but I have been like low key. Um, I'm not really sure what happened. I just kind of have like a little bit of a, <sighs> a yawning problem. Just kidding, a little bit of a throat thing going on. Um, I don't know what it is. It just it just happens like this time of year sometimes. I don't. It's not. I don't think it's allergies. Um, I do remember like one year though. I. Uh, I got strep throat in April of that year, and then fucking I got pink eye and an ear infection later on that year in July. And so like that's where I'm kind of like, oof, because that was very traumatizing. <laughs> just like that, your body just not gonna betray you like that. Um, because like, I, like I had the eye infection, and I was like, okay, weird. Um. Maybe it was my cat, you know, his nasty butthole, or whatever, you know, because, like, as an adult, it's really, really gross to get, oh, dude, I forgot my necklace, um, it's really gross to get pink eye, um, but then I woke up one morning, like, four in the morning, and the night before, I was cleaning on my ears, because, like, they just felt like, so, like, I just couldn't, like, hear anything really well, and then I woke up at four in the morning, and my ear is itchy, so I put my little finger in there, you know, and I pull it out, and there's fucking blood on my fingertip, I'm like, oh, time to go to the doctor, so I went to the emergency room, and, um, I'm, because I'm like, you know what, I could be dying right now, this could be a brain aneurysm, I'm not sure how it's gonna manifest, how it's gonna, like, fucking kill me, how it's gonna, how I'm gonna know, 
like, I don't know if it's going to be, like, a headache or, like, just something like that. But, like, my ear is bleeding. And so I'm going to go to the doctor. It's, like, it's, it's bleeding from the inner ear out. So that's definitely a problem that I am not equipped to uh, figure out on my own. So this is the emergency time where you go to the doctor. Um, so I went to the doctor. It was the emergency room. And I think at the time I had dual insurances because during COVID I signed up for state insurance as you should have. Um, and because like, we got laid off for the time being. And then... Um, once we got back on to work, we, I got my insurance insurance back from my job. And so I was like, all right, cool beans. Um, so I had dual, so I went to the emergency room and had dual insurance, so I wasn't really worried about anything. And uh, I say that to say this, that during, like, I get called back. And during the uh, examination, the doctor comes in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, don't worry about this, like, gesturing towards my eye and he's like oh I'm going to worry about that but this is more pressing and he points to my ear and I was like okay I guess I don't know I just didn't want to be a burden to this doctor <laughs> and um I don't know because it's like literally their job to like help you out and I'm just like oh yeah don't worry about this eye infection it's gonna go away on its own the eye infection has been there for like two weeks it's like dripping out pus now at this point I could lose this fucking eyeball I was like don't worry about this <laughs> fucking me um but I'm only like fucking less than 10 exits away from my work or from my home I don't want to go to work today I don't want to call in either well, I think I have um, but I, uh, that's, that's, that's me as a person, like, I do not want to be a burden, so if I'm bringing up an issue, I've just been selling into it, and it's not gotten to the point where it's, like, I've created more of a problem in my head, and I need someone to tell me that's not that big of a deal. Or, not really, but, like, just work through it with me, because it is a big deal, because I've already examined it from, like, multiple different angles. Um, anyway, um, so they ended up giving me, um, Augmentin and uh, drops for my eyeball, which helps clear it up immensely. And uh, then I finished my Augmentin, um, which means that like, I, from now on I'll need like a bigger or a higher dosage of um, antibiotic. But Augmentin I think is the strongest. I think it might be even stronger than that. Two maybe stronger than that. Um, I don't get sick very often. But my body is my body, and uh, because I don't get sick very often, it fights off things pretty quickly, um, I think. Um, yesterday, I listened to a podcast when I was cleaning. Because I, um, oh wait, that's a whole, okay, I've got to go back. Because there's a little bit of a thing that I thought about before I got into that one. Um, so, but no, I'm going to go into it, never mind. So yesterday, I was listening to a podcast, it's like the On Purpose by Jay Shetty. And he was interviewing this this MD, this medical doctor named Zach something. I forget his last name. Um, and Zach had stumbled upon because he was had a few different careers in his life, or a few different like teachings into a career before he became a doctor. Um, he was going to be a mechanical engineer, and then he went and. Uh, do one of those like um I think some it's like something like a 
one of those uh, fucking, what is it, Peace Corps kind of things, where you just kind of end up going someplace and coming back, and, uh, but during that time away that he, like, experiences, like, actual real life, like, they live in, like, a, um, a developing country, or, you know, one of those countries that have been pillaged by the British Empire, so they're now at a strong disadvantage from the rest of the world because they no longer have any of those resources that they used to have and they're no longer able to like trade with the big dogs like they used to because they've been just pillaged um countries and uh so there he ended up delivering babies with this midwife or uh yeah i think midwife and so he goes back and he's like how can i go back to just mechanicals and robots and AI when I've experienced life, like I've seen life leave and I've seen life be given. I I can't go back to this world of technology when I can, when I've experienced so much of life already. So he goes and he goes into medical school instead and becomes a doctor and he sees like his patients are all like cancerous, um, sick, you know, he's a doctor. So he's going to have sick patients. But he's like, why is this happening? And then he, like, looks into, like, prescription drugs. And he knows that there's a, like, there's treating, treating, treating. They're not, like, solving the problem. And he wants to solve the problem. He's like, how can I solve the problem? And then he stumbles upon, which I've heard. And I need to, like, actually get into it, into it. Um, but the medical um, side of taking care of your stomach. Because there's an entire ecosystem in there. And it's not being taken care of completely by the foods that we eat and the things that we do. Um, Because he's like, yeah, we have these patients and they're diabetic. And, like, all the studies have shown, they're like, oh, go exercise. Go move your body. And then that should help you lose your weight so you will get out of this diabetic state. And time and time again, he would have his patients come back and they're like, doctor, I'm exercising. I'm doing all the things you told me to do, but my foot's going to be amputated because I can't, because my body's not reacting to my exercise. And he's, like, unable, he feels like he's unable to correctly treat his patients because the science for what he's trying to do and does not, like, actually, like, line up, you know? And so he starts researching um, how to protect the biome or the... Um, but the how to take care of the stomach and the gut bacteria um, because like he goes into like farming and how they take care of the soil in order to grow foods and how everything now is just bioengineered so that they are the plants um, and the crops are um, engineered in a way that is only to help them be protected from the pesticides, the poison that they put on them. And so then it grows and it infuses with the, that, those pesticide, anti-pesticide things that we eat that we're not supposed to eat. And it causes damage to our systems because of that. And so like, then they go into like, sure they could buy organic food, but it's all the same. Cause when you plant crops on such a huge, crazy, level to feed nations there's no way to do it without any form of pesticides 
and therefore the food that we eat is now poison and it's killing us and so um which we all kind of knew you know um but he also goes in to say that like there was a time when um like during war times with World War Two, Russia and the United States, they encouraged their people to grow in their backyards, to grow their own food, to grow in their backyards. And then with COVID, he's seen like a huge uptick in people buying seeds and just creating their own um, farms in their backyards, in their patios, like in their apartments. And so it's such a young people kind of a thing. Because, like, we see this, we saw it, and we learned. And um, and even if we don't necessarily have the means, because we don't have the knowledge, we still have a place to start. And that's technology. Like, that's, that's our TikToks. That's our social media platforms that are geared towards teaching. And they're not so much as entertainment anymore. They're towards teaching. And that's why it's such a crazy thing when all these governments want to ban things like TikTok for literal no reason because they don't really understand the technology even behind having a social media platform but they want to ban it because it's not entertainment anymore it's not funny funny little dances um to get past their time or out of the pandemic even though we were in it still it's entertainment or sorry it's a source of learning like i've learned a lot of things from tiktok that i don't know even know how to put into like actual or how to apply it to my life but the mental health things i'm learning i'm being reminded of how it could be or how to think better and how to react better to a lot of situations and it's hard to put into actual practice it is because like you, these are, there are a lot of things that you don't really know, notice that are wounds that you have until, like, they're triggered and then, like, you're bleeding everywhere. Um, but, um, no. And so he goes into just talking about how, like, we don't even drink water, how we're supposed to drink water. And he, like, something like a crystalline water source in your body. And I did not understand that because, like, he says that he can drink all the water he wants, but if it's not this, like, crystalline um, kind of way to, like, if the, um, I don't know how to say it, because he said it really fast, like, it was like a one-off, and I was like, I drink water all the time, like, I stay hydrated, I think, I thought, and, um, so, he kind of just goes into, like, how even the simple things, like, we think that we're getting hydrated by drinking water isn't actually accurate because we're not given the information. And the information is out there. We're just not given the information to take care of ourselves. And that was crazy. Um, though, like, we all know, you know, the government's hiding secrets, you know, from us because they don't really care about the people we're just a number to them like literally we have social security numbers we're just a number to them so they can sell us to like the highest bidder um but it was just wild to think that it's such a degree that they're actually like don't even care about killing us we're just like that's it and then he goes in to say like food is such a 
sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Um, he goes in to say something like, the scarcity of food is such a huge looming threat that Los Angeles, all of Los Angeles, has about three days worth of food for everyone until, like, there's a shortage and there's no food for to feed people. And that's because, like, instead of, like, growing all of our food here, we ship it off. Or, sorry, we get it shipped in from different countries. And that relies on a lot of different policies and political spheres in order for us to get good food. And we don't necessarily know what's happening in those other countries. Um, we, first, like avocados, for example, like, that's just expensive as all good out. And I don't, I don't understand because, like, I'm not going to understand. Excuse me, sir. Can I get over? Thank you. Um, and it's really interesting because we, we do, we get all of our food shipped in. So it's like, there's like 3,000 miles for us to get our food. So our food has to travel 3,000 miles-ish. And that's what harmed uh, the people in World War II, like the Germans. Because, like, they were all the way trying to get into Russia. Well, they were also on fucking meth. Let's get that straight. Um, but they were all the way in fucking Russia. And their food was about 3,000 miles away. And... Their line of, um, their, you know, their food source, their food line, was not able to get their food and their, um, things to them fast enough, so, like, they, they failed on that front because of, like, food is so important. I'm so sorry. I just swerved to it so easily. Um, and food is just such an important source, and, like, I, I, like, I'm, like, we all know how food is. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of, it was an interesting case because, like, I never really considered the depth of how much food is involved, you know, because, like, there's days when I just kind of, like, quote-unquote forget to eat because of anxiety or my thinking of the future, basically. Um, and, uh, it was a good... A good reminder to take care of yourself and like I've got some um, I think some green beans growing in my little porch area in my apartment and I was always started doing it because I just wanted to see if I could do it you know what I mean and um, so now I think that towards the fall I'm going to try to plant like maybe some potatoes and turnips, some root vegetables. I don't think I've eaten a turnip before in my life. But, like, I'll see what it's good for. Um, cucumbers, maybe. Get some pickles. Like, I can bake. And I can cook things like that. But, like, it would be important for me to, like, be able to, like, buy from things like that. So, I guess, like, farmer's markets. Um, so, Yeah. And then the story that I was going to say before I dwelled into that one. This is going to be a longer episode. Um, yeah, so, like, I was at work, and this is, like, um, I had a little bit of a 
Okay, so yeah, my weekend was great. My weekend was absolutely fantastic. And my weekends are getting better and better, and I, I love them. Um, I love the person I'm spending my weekends with, and it's it's been really, really good. Um, as much bullshit that, like, we've just been through just, like, a few weeks, months ago, or, like, a month ago, I guess. I, um, it's really coming back around, at least in my perspective. I don't know. You know, I can't speak about this. But I, I feel better about it. I, so I'm not stressing about, about it as much as I had been. And I, um, I need to prepare for, like, you know, the future. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, yeah, um, we had, like, a little swallow get-together with his friends, some of his friends, and then I ended up falling asleep while watching the sunset on his friend's property, because it's, like, a nice, really cool hill that, like, goes just, uh, goes down to hill, and, but, like, when you get on the certain parts of it, you could see the sunset over all the other pastures and hills, and it's so beautiful, and, um, I brought my sleeping bag, because, like, the plan initially was, like, we might end up camping out there, um, and just getting really involved with nature, because, like, he's been wanting to get in nature, but, like, he just hasn't, and, um, that's probably not good because he hasn't been camping in a while and it's probably it's really good that he goes out in nature he's got too much too many earth placements to not be in nature i'm just gonna say that oh wow this part's really good stuff. um i didn't realize that you were going 55 for the 60 65 oh that could be why police are out and about again day after the holiday, so we were like, oh, let's get the people, um, and, uh, but yeah, so, um, he, he needs to be out in the future, but, like, I ended up falling asleep, and I don't, so he changed the plan, um, midway through, um, I'm not sure why, because I don't know, maybe it just seems easier and simpler just to go back home for him, but I ended up falling asleep on the side of his friend's hill. And he tried to wake me up, but he said that I did a, one of those things. And so he couldn't wake me up, and I feel bad. But um, he went to sleep right beside me because he brought the pink gaming stuff still. And so he went to sleep right beside me. So I woke up, and I was like, oh, there's my babe. Oh, there's the sunrise. Oh, I'm outside. <laughs> and it was really cool. Uh, one of the coolest experiences that I can say that I've had. Um, and that just kind of comes from getting outside of your comfort zone, I think. Because that would have never happened to, like, me, like, in 2020. Because I was dating a boy whose general plan of life was to just get so fucked up at his friend's house that he could just sleep at in his van. Like, that was his whole life goal. Like, that's what, that's what just, every day, like, that's what he wanted to do. He had one of those, um, 70s VW vans, and he, um, put, like, a, a thing in the back, like a, a couchy, you know, um, 
one of those like little couches that fold out and so like you can make a bed in the back and like it's legit it's completely legit until you understand that this man has no self-control when it comes to drinking and he just gets way too fucked up and instead of like you know being a person I'm just being like oh I don't want to get fucked up like this every time I'm gonna go home no he says like you know what it's safest for me to just get fucked up here and then let, like have my little bed in the car which makes sense you know to some people um it's just not how I'd want to live my life it's it's very dangerous you're destroying your body it's very dangerous um so whenever I'm around people and their whole thing is to get as fucked up as possible or that quote unquote I'm having a good time and then they're like drinking like huge glasses of like whatever hard hard day like that's a boring thing to me and I'm just like I want to interfere but whenever I try to get them water they're just always like no and then they don't even see me food it's just the whiskey the whiskey or the alcohol the tequila the vodka whatever um and it's it's hard to watch it's hard to watch it's actually terrifying and scary and then like those people drive and it's like I'm the one for the UI but I crashed into his time, so I don't know, I'm lucky to be alive. Um, but yeah, so it's a little bit, a little scary. But anyway, I passed out. I did. I, I had moonshine, and I ended up like finishing my bottle. But I had started a little bit earlier, um, and so all that I had left was like a little bit of beaches. But I also had two liters of water. And a Gatorade while I was drinking my moonshine. So, that's how you do it. Like, you can get drunk and still fucking stay hydrated. Hold on, I have to see where my eyes are. I've got long. That's up to me. Sorry. But yeah, so it's like, it's, it's, it's very, it's very difficult for me to, like, be in a room with people who just fucking destroy themselves for the sake of destroying themselves. Uh, but, you know, that's not my problem, necessarily. I can do what I can. I can offer all the water, all the food I can. But, like, they... It's, it's not a me problem. It's like they're dealing with their own demons. And that has nothing to do with me. Um, but I... Uh, I Yeah, I fell asleep. And then the next day, um, we went to a jam session at this this person's house um apparently he jams a lot he's an older gentleman and he owns this huge amount of property and all of his friends that were there own property and have these really elusive crazy jobs and i realized quickly that i am rubbing elbows with millionaires and i'm a humble girl i um i uh i have debt (laughs) um I don't have millions of dollars. I manifest and work towards having millions of dollars one day, and it's going to happen, of course. But, like, I do not myself have millions of dollars. And, um, 
it's so funny because like I think sometimes the universe puts you in situations where it gets to remind you of who you are, gets to remind you of what where you need to like focus your energy in your life and what you need to heal and work on, and it reminds you of like where you want to be going. Um, and I got all three of those things this past weekend. Um, I first of all, um, I need to work on looking like I'm joking. It's like we were this Saturday. We were we were going to play this game, this dice game, and I had no idea. Um, it had a lot of rules for me, and I had been drinking. And like in my head, in my head, I thought that I was being silly. Cause like my my person was trying to explain the rules to me, but like every other dice had a different rule. And I was like, I don't understand this. And I tried, because, like, um, his friend, one of his friends, yeah, uh, his other friend was right there. And she was trying to explain it to me as well. And they were, like, both explaining it to me. And that was helping me understand a little bit more. And I don't think that I trusted him to give me all the information. And that's another reason why we kind of got into the um, and I, just, I didn't trust him to the information. Um, and then because it was changing so much, it was, like the rules were, it was like, I don't like this. Um, and he was doing a really good job, like, of, um, supplementing his information. And, like, it was kind of making sense if I would have, like, let it make sense. But in my head, I was just like, I don't get it. And, um, so then I was like, I don't understand, and I don't get it, like, why is this that, why is this that, why is this that, and he says that I came off cool, I came off hostile, and that's not a nice word, um, and I, uh, corrected with uncooperative, I didn't say, like, in my head, like, you know, I was just like, being silly. I wasn't taking it very seriously, so, like, I apologize, of course. Um, when you are told that you're in the wrong. Um, and, uh, and then I just digested on it. It's like, also the word that you don't really hear a lot. Um, and how I want to was like, also those words that people use to describe black women when they uh, aren't cooperating the way that they need to be, apparently. Um, and so I did really appreciate that, and I kind of threw me back into that now this year. Um, it's hard to black white spaces. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. It's fucking difficult being like And like, it's not even like, like that it's a racist space, it's just like, you just have all this, like, things that you have to be conscious of, so you're not seen as, like, the hostile, angry black woman, and it's just, it's just a lot. Um, but that's not my own thing I've got to deal with. Um, but the, the other, the lady that was there, her, his friend, was, like, laughing and saying, like, that's how I thought, that's how I felt when I first learned, I just sat back and just watched him play, and I was like, you know what, 
you're right. And so, like, I just went and jumped in the truck because I was like, we're arguing now, and this is, has, was never supposed to be that serious. And um, there's way too many rules and concepts, and I'm not going to get any of this right now, and nor do I actually kind of want to play this game because we were having a good time talking beforehand. And I should have said that, you know, but, like, when people want to change it, like, a lot of people want to change, like, the activity that we're doing, it's hard to be like, well, I was having fun talking. We were having a whole conversation. Um, but it's, it's fine. But that's what I'm talking about, like, the universe is like, hey, girl, you're doing a good job doing all these other things, but, like, how about we try this? And then, well, like, we, we got over that. Um, they played their game, and he and my, my partner ended up winning. And uh, because he says that everyone else kind of, like, lost interest, I built him in the sunset, and they ended up, like, talking to his friend. Like, I don't know how these conversations go. I have found that he does not enjoy what he calls my Sagittarius placement. But I don't enjoy being in the dark and feeling like shit. So, I don't know what to do with that. Um, I'm sorry that I want to hear being quiet because I'm afraid that you wouldn't like to do it. That's neither here nor there either. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Sunday. Um, I, we went to the chat session. Like a Roman old millionaires, and I was like, shit, dude. Um, I, uh, there's, there's this girl that's always hanging out, and like at first it was really cool because she was just like really nice. Like, she's like one of the group that like of his friends who like, really like made me feel like, oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a newcomer, but like, I, I belong here. And she really like went out of her way to make you feel welcome, and I really appreciated her for that. And, um, because, like, this is a very close-knit party group, and, like, when he was there, when initially, he was just kind of does this thing where he just kind of, like, fucks off. And I just love to, like, kind of divide him, just like, okay, well, I get to hold him up there. And, uh, I'm most, I, I get really withdrawn when I meet people for the first time, or I'm with people that I don't really know. And so I'll, I'd rather just, like, I don't know poke off in a corner and play on my phone or something like that rather than engage with the group. I'm not an engager with the group unless like, I feel like there's a vibe of comfort. And there wasn't one. Um, so she went really went out of her way to kind of like create a vibe of somewhat comfort. Um, uh, but it took me some time to kind of pick up on the subtleties of that and I, I, we had a whole, like, discussion about it back in, like, December, January, um, because very last August, it was a thing, and my partner did not tell me about this thing, um, then come to find out at his daughter's birthday party that this, this lady was invited to randomly, I, did, I would not have expected that, um, but she was invited. Of all the people, considering that, like, this other lady created her backpack 
and I don't know, it just seemed very kind of like, uh, to me. Um, now looking back, it's like, it was very like, mm. uh, and uh, she she just shows up there and at, at the party, and uh, we're just talking in the kitchen, and she's like, oh, Rachel, and then she mentions this whole um, concert-y thing at this person's house that my partner is going to be playing with his band for the first time. And I'm not invited because I didn't hear anything about it. And I just kind of like destroys my little world, you know, because I'm thinking like, we're doing great and all this good stuff. And uh, then I just kind of just like, how do you, how are you supposed to feel when you're like not invited to like something that your boyfriend's literally throwing? And so, um, or literally like having such a huge part in. And so, like, that kind of hurt a lot. But, like, you know, we talked, uh, my boyfriend and I, we talked, we got, we've passed it, um, as much as we could. So, like, the feelings are always going to be there, because, like, it's, it's a hurt now. It's a hurt, so you've got to deal with that hurt. And only time heals hurts. Um, but I can choose to not act upon that hurt. And that's what I've been doing. Um, but I, uh, oh, sorry. Um, I, uh. I moved past it, you know, we talked about it, and then he throws this happy holidays party where it's just kind of like, it's like a Christmas party, basically, just someone makes holiday sauce, and then they just all have breakfast and get drunk, and then just pass out or leave. Um, it was a lot. Uh, a, especially, like, when you don't necessarily feel like you belong anywhere, it's it's hard to be there. Um, it's like, that, those, those feelings have since passed, because, like, I just... The summer sun makes me not care. Um, but, like, we'll see how I feel in the winter. Uh, probably better, considering. Um, all things considered. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. Um, but she, she, like, we're all just hanging out. Like, I'm already feeling like, severely insecure. And, like, I do not belong there. And it's just fucking weird. And I just hate that I feel so in my head about everything. And so she just comes along. It just reminds me of the shitty time when my boyfriend didn't invite me to his own concert. And I just, like, try so hard not to flip my shit, but, like, I ended up flipping my shit. And I wasn't even mad at him because we talked about it. I was mad at myself because I let this little bitch come in and just get me triggered when I'm already trying to pipe myself up to even talk to these people. And, um, then that causes, like, a whole thing that we have to, like, sit down and discuss for a little bit. And so, fast forward to, like, this, this past weekend, um, because, like, I've been working two jobs, and so I've not been around, um, and he hangs out with his friends periodically, you know, as he should, um, and, uh, so... I, 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 he had this first softball game, and I, he invited me to the softball game, and, um, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, beans, so, like, I didn't really dress up appropriately, because I didn't think that I was going to be playing, but I ended up playing, and, but, like, I get there, and, like, I'm in the dugout, and, um, she arrives, because she's a part of the friend group, she arrives, and she gives her this weird fucking face, like, I'm not supposed to be there, or that she's surprised that I'm there, and I try not to read too much into it, it's like, I'm usually at work, um, but then she proceeds to just kind of 
isolate herself on the other side and I'm like okay cool and like my uh, partner and I were not getting on this like this is the, the event that started these road series things I think and um, we're we're not talking very much because like I'm already hurt that he told his friends I don't even like fucking sports, apparently. And um, he's hurt because I'm not letting him connect with me, but I'm not trying to connect, but I'm trying to just contain myself and figure and think my anger through. And I'm not trying to purposely be mad at him, but it was just kind of like a situation, you know, where you're just like, I detach. I try my best to detach when I'm angry. I don't like to be angry at people I try to like not I try to like, just be in my own world because like he comes up on it one time during this time and he like starts talking about my hat and I just think to myself how I didn't even comb or do anything with my hair because I didn't think that I would be on display and now that I'm uh, playing the game my hair is going to come out and now I'm going to be like fucking ugly as fuck and I'm unkempt and it's just it wasn't a good day um and then like the game's over we're kind of talking we're talking his dad showed up and I appreciate his dad very much um very much I like his dad a lot um and uh she's walking in front of us and we make some kind of a loud sound and she kind of like walk like whips around like hopeful um, I'm looking at it now as that, and um, then she like looks at the situation, and it had nothing to do with her, and uh, then she uh, gets a ride home by someone else, and so it's like, okay, so if, when I, if I wasn't there, that tells me that he and her hang out a lot, and that um, she would get rides home and probably, I don't know, two there from him and so like that's odd um not really you know it's just kind of like a friend helping a friend but just like the look on her face was just kind of a lot and then uh flash forward to like we have practice and because now I'm a sub so I practiced with them and that was really cool that they let me practice with them but she was already there again you know and she does this weird thing where they're having a conversation about something secret I only say secret because they're both whispering. Um, and when I'm not in their vicinity, they talk louder about it. But she will only talk about it in general when I'm not close. And, you know, that's weird. Um, I can understand if it's, a, if it's a private matter, you know? Um, so, like, I don't, I don't put too much into it, you know? I just focus on my, my warm-ups, I put a pin in it, because, like, that's, that's weird, and I don't like, I don't like to stress out, I don't like to worry, um, so, like, sooner or later, I'm gonna have to fucking address it, and I don't want to, because it's, it's always that, like, what's happening here, and it's so fucking weird to come to people as adults, as fucking living adults, and being like, what's going on between you guys, like, that's not a position that, no one wants to be in. Like, I'm not in high school anymore. And if I was in high school, I would just fucking not do it. Because it's like, if I have to worry about other people,
people doing things behind my back, that means that they don't respect me. And they don't, and I don't need people in my circle who don't respect me. So what am I doing here? Um, and so uh, flash forward to like Sunday, she's there already. I'm not sure who invited her, uh, but I know they have like similar friends. Um, and you know, it's not out of the picture to be like, okay, of course she's here. Um, his other, the rest of his friend group are all out floating, which I thought that she would be doing, considering. Um, what, considering what she was wearing, to be honest, she's like wearing like a crop top and like shorts. And I was also wearing a crop top and shorts, but I'm not necessarily a floating kind of a person. Like it was, it was hot enough though. It was hot enough for it. But like I, like I, we were going to this jam session instead, and I did not know about the floating until like way after. And nor was I in a position to be like, hey, let's do this instead. Um. But, uh, yeah, so she's there, and she's at the liquor table, and she tries to give me a hug as if she's happy to see me when she hasn't really even said three words to me since for the last three or four, three weeks that I've been back in the, around. Um, so it, it was interesting that she tried to do that, um, because, like, I'm not, like, if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you, I'm not gonna fucking be in your face. Um... And so that's 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 me. That's my gangster. Um, I need to get part of this band. Um, I don't even know if that's being gangster. That's just like being a real person. Like if I don't fuck with you, I'm not gonna be in your face. That's just on. That's that's just it. Um, especially if I'm being sneaky. And that's what you're. What you look like you're doing. You're just being sneaky. I don't fuck with that. I don't like that vibe. Um, but uh. But yeah, so, um, we, uh, I kind of, like, do a one-over, um, my partner's there, and, uh, he's excited, and he just wants to fucking start jamming, and I'm just like, I just want to watch him jam, because, like, it's such a beautiful moment, it's just, I don't know, it's just such a beautiful moment, I guess, like, I, I don't say I guess in terms of, like, I guess it's beautiful, it's like, it's, I guess because it's the, that's that's my my limited able ability to explain it. It's amazing. Um, but um, he she's like there and they uh, he tries to start off sm- slow with some white claws and then he gets into the whiskey because that's like that's his first love. Let's be honest. Alcohol is his first love. Music, music, and alcohol—they're tied for number one. Um, and uh, so it's like, all right, cool beans. Um, I am deciding not to drink. I drove myself, so I'm not gonna drive, drink and drive. I can't. Um, so I, uh, I circle around and I take. I've been drinking rock stars, so I've pounded my two rock stars. And then I circle around to put the my can in my um my my this this bin, and I do that, and then um I end up talking to this this couple, and like she ends up giving me part of an edible, and I'm like fucking all right, cool, we the it does uh indica, so it just kind of like helps you just calm down, you know, like l- less anxiety, just chill chill vibes only, and I'm digging it, and um. So, like, I, I come back, and Ethan knows right away. Sorry. 
my partner knows right away. And because like this is what I've been, I don't, I don't do this, but he's like, this is the most marijuana I've in the, I've seen you do in the entire year and almost a half that we've been together. And I'm like. There's through like a weird cute face, I don't know. Um, I was like, I know, I'm sorry. And he's like, No, by all means and then he, it's a good time. So then I end up sitting down talking to this person that gave me this this um uh, this marijuana. And um then uh she we we're just talking about like life in general and then she starts talking about how she deals with problems and it's very similar to how I like to deal with my own problems, like when I don't know what I'm doing and I'm overwhelmed in a situation, I do absolutely fucking nothing. I will plan ahead just in case because I know how things may go and I know, so I like to prepare, but the actions that I do are nothing. And because I feel like if three days, which is the usual time that I usually take, in three days, if I do not, don't do anything, I don't need to engage with anything. Most situations will figure themselves out and if they don't figure themselves out then then I then I know like I need to just step up and this is a problem that I now have and I will figure it out um I'm at work but I need to do my hair so continue talking oh gosh um but I uh so like that's 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 me I decide when and if Things are serious enough for me to need to engage with them. And so I usually, it's been a while since I've been in that situation, to be honest. The last time I was in their situation, I kept giving this boy like two more weeks of a relationship before I just downloaded Tinder and he made the decision for me, basically. Um, but... So, yeah, so she's just talking, and I'm just, like, finding a lot of similarities within ourselves, and I'm just really, like, oh, wow, this is really informative, and it's, I'm asking myself, my, the universe, why now? Why are you telling me all of this now? Why are you showing me this now? And, um, unbeknownst to me, behind me, this girl's, like, just being, like, really kind of, like, I don't know, they're just, like, they're just being friends, they're, you know, they're friends, they're being friendly, and I'm not too concerned with it. And then, like, there's a point where he's just like, what's crackling? And I'm just like, okay, that's, that was a lot. That was loud. Um, I think he's through some water. <laughs> but uh, it's is nothing that was weird. Nothing that was weird. Um, until, like, later on a little bit. Because I go, I get some food, I eat. I, uh, I'm sitting there still talking, hanging out. And then... There's like a weird part where 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 she's like, "Can I braid or can I braid your hair?" And he's like, "No," because he doesn't let me play with his hair. Like, he's, I've only braided his hair once, and that was because like I was just like, he was doing his best to cheer me up because I was in a moody mood, and he's fantastic. And um, he doesn't let his daughter play in his hair. Like, who are you? Um, and then she follows that up with, um. But you let me braid your beard once. And the look, I just channeled Zendaya completely. Because, like, the look on my face, that because I turned around and gave him, like, the weirdest fucking, like, what the fuck kind of a look. 
And he saw it. This other lady saw it. Someone laughed. Um, and I'm just like, what in the entire fuck? Like, get away from her. Um, like, why is she here? Why is this a thing? Why this, this should not be happening right now? Um, that's wildly inappropriate. Because now it begs the question of when did this shit happen? Because it shouldn't have happened. Um, this friendship is much too close. And I thought you had a boyfriend. Where is he? And her boyfriend was there, apparently. Um, and he didn't think it was weird. But I don't know necessarily. Because they're new. And I don't know if he knows the whole thing. Because, like, if my girlfriend was talking to one of her friends. And was like, I braided your beard. And... Like, the whole visual of how someone would braid their someone else's beard. Because I've played in a lot of beards in my time. I love beards. They're fucking great. I love them so much. Um, but the, the way in which you'd play in someone's beard, that's, 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 that's a, that's a, that's a no for me, dog. Um, and so, uh... So, yeah, so I give him a face, and then, like, I wait, because I'm just, like, trying to pretend, or not trying to pretend, I'm trying to kind of, like, view in my mind how to, how, what's the best way to, uh, address this, and, you know, it's head on, um, so I, uh, I don't, I'm not aggressive about it, you know, I'm just kind of, like, I go up to him and ask him how he's doing, tell him, or ask him if he needs to eat anything, or if he's hungry, and he's like, yeah, I'll probably eat a little bit, I ask him, like, when he wants to leave, because, like, I was trying to leave by five, because baby girl's got work the next day, and I know that he also has work the next day, but he is his own person, and he can leave a place when he wants to, we drove separately for this reason. And I didn't think that he's going to want to leave when I wanted to leave. And he didn't, because he didn't want to leave when I wanted to leave. And that's, that's totally fine. I think I'm going to do this to my hair today. I think that's cute. Okay. Um, and uh, that's totally fine. And then I'm like, that was weird, right? And he's like, yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm, that was weird. And I'm like, all right, thank you for agreeing with me, but um, please don't let that happen, and he's like, oh, I wasn't going to, and I'm like, okay, thank you, um, and I feel like I had to ask, because you never know what happens behind your back, because apparently she felt comfortable enough to do that, but she was also drunk, but it's also, like, a weird thing, because, like, when she's not drunk, and she still feels like they need to be uncomfortable around me, when I have not done anything to her, um, that's, that says a lot, it says a lot. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Um, like, I know that she's, like, I know that their friendship has always been, like, very, like, accommodating. Because, uh, she's the one that runs out of parties crying because, like, people are mean to her. But, like, people are just kind of, like, telling her how they made her feel, made them feel telling her how she has made them feel and she creates a problem in her own head and she's like everyone wants me to be myself and it's like well yourself seems to be an attention-seeking whore so maybe you want to change that babe um 
and then she's like, people are calling me the whore of this place and the whore of that place. And I'm just like, at first I had a lot of sympathy because I'm like, well, no one should make you feel inferior without your consent. But then I, like, sat back and watched her and listened because, like, they talk about her behind her back. And, like, at one time I was trying to tell her to, like, not hang out with people who talk about you behind your back. But she continues, and and then she continues just to be awful. And it's just like, oh, you get this, you're treated this way, not because people are being mean to you intentionally. It's because you are actually doing everything that they're telling you that you're doing. And you... Your reaction is to be a victim and cry about it. And my boyfriend's nice enough because he stays out of most of the drama. And he doesn't know that you are what you are. And he comforts you. And so you've got a crush on him. And because I'm there, he's not giving you all the attention, which he shouldn't. Because all you're doing is drinking and he doesn't need to be drinking that heavily. And you've not eaten anything. Um... I uh, attempted to give her water during one of those times when she tried to pretend like she's my friend. And she's like, I do what I want. And I was like, all right. And uh, she then proceeded after um, this whole altercation to vomit in front of millionaires next to this table. And then she... And you that you know that that's when I would leave, you know, that's when I would tell my boyfriend like, hey, leave, we need to go. I'm not feeling well. And my boyfriend would be like, oh, I guess because he doesn't want to ever leave anywhere. Um, but that's that's when I would that's when I would just head out. But no, she proceeds to stay there, probably vomit again in front of the house because she goes and makes a phone call um, then just kind of lays in the sun doesn't eat, doesn't drink any water, um, and then, uh, so my boyfriend goes back on the drums and something, and she brought her dog there for attention-seeking reasons, because, like, there's no reason to really have her dog there, but, like, some other ladies brought their dog, their dogs later, but she's known the dude whose house we're at for, like, 20-something years, so it's more appropriate, um, but my dog, or her dog, happens to be my boyfriend's, like, my boyfriend owns the parents to her dog. Um, so it was just kind of, like, an attention, like, seeking, like, here's a dog that, that, here's a grand puppy, basically. And it's just kind of like, oh, you're doing this, you're here, you're doing this again. I thought that we had moved past this, considering you have a boyfriend now, but no, we don't. And now it's a problem. And so... Oh, sorry, I meant to say, yeah, but, like, um, when she tried to give me a side hug, she just tried to be like, I'm so happy you're here, because I know that you don't always get invited to things, you don't really know what's going on, and I cut her off and asked her about the, about the water thing, and it's like, don't try to get under my skin. And it's like, I'm too old, I'm 33, no, I'm not, I'm 32 in December, and I'm much too old to be dealing with this because like I'm I'm I don't need another woman in my face about a man period. Um I I don't need another woman trying to pretend that she's got like I don't need to be arguing I don't need to be in the situation as an adult. And that's irritating to me because I do not need to be in the situation as an adult. 
And um, I don't know where common decency is just going to be like, well, she should back off because she doesn't. Instead, they do this weird thing where they just kind of like hide on the opposite sides of the of the corners of a room and then they just like pretend like not to acknowledge each other and then she's like always watching him like every time that I was talking with him she was watching us and I'm just like we're your boyfriend's right there your boyfriend's right there and I I took my time because I didn't want to think that I was reading too much into a situation but that's exactly what it is. I'm just telling you what what I've seen and what it looked like to me and what and like if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'll take it. I love to be wrong. It's my favorite thing cuz I hate being proven right. Because when I'm right, it's like, "Oh, awesome." So, all that disrespect that I was seeing, it was meant for me. <laughs> when I'm wrong, it's like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'm not being disrespected. I'm not in a situation." This is what it is. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love that. And now I can move on with my life all happy and joyful. Um, so now if I'm wrong or if I'm right, now I have to make a decision about it. Um, and, like, I'm happy that I – and then, like, oh, sorry. Then um, – so, like, after the whole beard conversation, because, like, I didn't have it too far away from her because I wanted her – if she had input, I wanted her to hear it, and I wanted her to jump into it. Um, so I could solve the problem right there. But, so I have this weird, that weird conversation, and then he's like, no, that's weird. And then I'm like, we segue into, like, talking about being on stage, because he wants to go back on stage and jam. But, um, he can't, because there's no one else's jamming up there. And so I was like, I'm just gonna push you. And then she's like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, we just kind of both grabbed him and, like, pushed, like, just threw him up there, I'm like, I'm not throwing him with you, I'm not, and I, <laughs> I didn't mean to react to how I did, but it was just kind of like, what the fuck do you mean, bitch, like, you are not touching him, like, what, what's your, what's your, what's your malfunction, stop, um, and so, and it's not, it's not, I, it's hard, because it seems like it's coming from jealousy, but it's not, it's just coming from, like, a, why is this a thing? It's a it's a disrespect. You know? Like I don't know what I don't know what happens when I'm not there. But I do know that like if I was flirting with someone, never would I have ever jumped in their lap to braid their beard. Like never would I have ever braided their beard. Um so that takes it up a notch. Never would I have invited myself over to something that they're doing without, like, their actual consent on if I'm able to come over. And if you gave the consent, like, why would you, why would you take it further? Why would you purposefully try to trigger his girlfriend? Like, why are you doing all these things? Like, there's a reason why your friends talk shit about you. They talk shit to your face and behind your back because you don't, it doesn't apply. You, like, you don't take the lesson and you don't use it. Um, but, yeah, so then uh, we start talking later on. And we start talking to this woman and um, my partner, he's like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend, and gestures to me. And she's 
confused. It's an obvious confusion. She and she, but she tries to recover. And she's like, "Oh, I thought that was your girl." And I'm just like, "I knew it," because <laughs> he's in. He told some people at the party, like as we were kind of mingling, that I'm his girlfriend. But like, I didn't try to be like way into it because, like, usually I am. But it's like Rachel at this point. Does it really matter? And it does. It matters because I don't like to be places when I feel like I don't need to be places. But then it also doesn't matter because if he doesn't want to claim me, I can find someone who will. So, um, I don't know. Especially with this whole situation, it's weird. Not saying that I'm going to. It's just like this needs to be addressed. And it's not my problem, so I don't need to address it. It just needs to be, like, talked through and, like, fucking addressed and dealt with. Because um, that's weird. And then he, we're talking, and he's like, yeah, she just always makes things weird. And I'm like, well, she's full, I'm like, in my head, because I'm just like, I want him to just tell me, tell, say all the things. So, like, in my head, I'm like, well, yeah, she's flirting with you, and she's been flirting with you for a while, and I don't know where, like, if I had not been in the picture... That would have been a thing. Like, for sure, for sure. Like, that would have been a thing. And it would have been a relief to everyone else in the friend group. And But it wouldn't have lasted because of who she is. And he loves taking care of people, like, especially women who don't have the self-esteem. It annoys him, but he loves at the same time. Because it's just, like, that, uh, that you need, you need me for this part, and... Everyone loves to be needed. Um, so that's what the theme that I have seen with his female friends that he goes out of his way for. It's they need him, and he is more than happy to oblige because he loves to be needed. And it's never like a, I need you to help me lift furniture. It's a, I'm in emotional distress. I need reassurance. And... That's a thing that he does. Like he's a Virgo, so what do you what do you expect? Um, uh, so he could hate my Sagittarius placements all he wants, but no one else is going to like tell it to him straight. And I'd rather tell him that I have a problem than try to ignore the problem. And then do other things and hurt him more. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. And so I told my friend about the situation. I told my roommate about the situation. And they both were like, I would have addressed that a long time ago. And I'm just like, you know what? I wanted to wait and make sure. Um, but that's, again, the universe just showing me what needs to, what like how, it, it's teaching me how to, to react, because, like, I never used to worry about this kind of shit, like, I never was in this position to have to worry about this kind of shit, and it's, like, either they will or they won't, so it's, it's, it's not, it's none of my concern, and I've got to get to work now that my hair is really cute, <coughs> I'm gonna just wear it like this, I don't know, it looks really cute, all right, anyway, I love you guys, thank you for listening, I'm sorry that I just rambled on I'm just really excited about everything. And, like, I love my partner very much. 
Very, very much. And it's funny because, like, I'm learning a lot that how much work it actually takes to be in a relationship because it's easy to just be like, well, this is happening and I don't agree with it. I'm going to talk to you about it, like, two or three times. You're not going to fix it. Then I'm bouncing. But he puts in a lot of effort. And I try to put a lot of effort to make sure that he knows that I appreciate the effort that he's putting in. I never know for certain how much, you know. Um, I know that I... I I know that I'm trying. I know that he's trying. And we're doing good. I love him. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll probably talk to you later on if I'm not listening to another podcast. <laughs> um, but I love you. Drink your fucking water. <sighs> Bad bitches or stay hydrated. <laughs> Alright. Peace, love, and... Um, Chicken grease is what they say, I think. (laughs) Bye.